Hello, friends. This is uh, CreateNet. We are here, me and, of course, as always, my companion, Chase. Chase, how you doing? Going pretty good. All right. Ready to um, talk about art? How about you? Ready to be creative? Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll try to be creative as much as I can with my words. <laughs> so I don't... Have you ever seen that YouTube video? Those no. YouTube videos? The be creative ones? You should look those up. They're really funny. They're also like... It's like... It's animation. And it's talk about like being creative and, you know, doing... But yeah. it, but in like a sick and twisted way where things like all of a sudden get like really just... Dark. Dark. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I'm yeah. so into dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. Very much dark humor. They're really funny. They were... Um, I forget when the first one came out. It was like years ago. But it was one of those like original viral videos from back in the day but they're hilarious and, like, and they're still like, like coming being out creative is like the whole anyway they sound british no well, well, when not, you said it that way it's not british it's just like kind of like a creepy little like you know be creative like that kind of thing Ooh. man i might look it up tonight maybe you guys there's a couple too. of them there's a couple of them if you're if you're a fan of animation and dark humor definitely look those up um, I forget what the name of the YouTube channel is, but I'm sure be if you creative. type, I'm, um, I'm sure if you type "be creative," it'll come up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, how are you? How's your? Well, day? it was great. It was great. I was I was working in, uh, you know, Eden. You know, like as we all a galaxy away from Greensboro. Um, and uh, so where were you at? Where was I at? Yeah, where were yeah, you said a galaxy away from Greensboro. Yeah, it was that seems it, that seems far. You know, Madison. Oh Madison, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a galaxy away. Yeah. You know. It was gotcha. so far, far away. <laughs> so I bought some uh, you know you know, droids and stuff like that. Did you? Yes. Oh. Um Chase took down some sword troopers today, listeners, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I really calls a storm there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what cool. about you? What's happening in your world? Well, uh, you know, been mostly working still. Uh, we have our, our season coming up. I work at a theater uh, in downtown Greensboro, in case you're just tuning in and just now listening to us. Um, I think I've mentioned that in previous episodes that I work at a theater. But our um, our season's starting up. So I work at a triad stage, and our first play is going to be Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? So you want if you want something to do, if you want to come and see some live theater, it's going to be running from this Sunday until the end of the month so really? come check it out put on your calendars yeah be good to mm-hmm. go out and see some try at stage.org <laughs> there you go all the plugs um but yeah so i yeah i did work today went to my cousin's uh birthday party that was nice and, oh yeah yep mm-hmm. went to went had some pizza it was very very nice can't go wrong with pizza Mm-mm. oh so. uh, i mean unless you put pineapple on your pizza Oh no! Don't start that debate. You're gonna you're gonna flood our comments with people just arguing with each other because pineapple on pizza is like the number one like controversial internet debate. If you put pineapple on pizza, in my opinion, you are a weirdo. But <laughs> some people do like it. I don't know why, but I, people do. I mean, it, it just <laughs> depends what piece I get from. It could be. Domino's or Papa John's, but I prefer Domino's if they're going to put some pineapple on pizza. Okay. I don't know why. That's interesting. Well, because think about it. Pineapple Mm -hmm. is 
it can be very wet. Mm-hmm. And Papa John's is already like has like so much sauce on the pizza. Oh, okay. So there's like that extra wet saucy pizza with wet pineapple pineapple on it. So that's why I, oh, okay. I can I can handle Domino's Interesting. pineapple. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Then again, I don't go, gravitate towards putting pineapple on my pizza. Because again, y'all are weirdos. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's pizza. I mean, th- again, it's pizza. But I don't gravitate towards pineapple. Yeah. So we're we're kind of the same. Kind of the same there. Yeah. But um. But, but, but you would actually eat it on some pizza. I wouldn't even eat it on any pizza at all. At all. Well it's, just, well, it's just like... <laughs> I don't thing. have special circumstances like you just said. <laughs> but... Well, I'm just... I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm like such a crazy fan of pizza that I'm like, eh, all right, I'll let it fly. Okay. Well, you know. You got you to have your exceptions to certain things, I guess. I mean, come on, it's pizza, but I, I know... <laughs> I know. But anyway... This is not a pizza podcast. Sorry, guys. This is a being creative podcast and talking about creative people. Well, the, so, well, the person that thought of Hawaiian pizza was probably... You know, weren't they from Canada? The person that created Hawaiian pizza? That they would from blow Canada? my mind. Weren't they from Canada? I'm pretty sure that's right. Y'all can look it up if you want, but I think I'm, they, I think I'm like ate. 90% sure that the person who created Hawaiian pizza was from Canada. I think they got stuck on a on a maple tree and got really bored, and they were like, you know what would be good? Mm-hmm. Hawaiian well, pizza. Because what's because what's the main ingredient of Hawaiian pizza? It's um, yes. So yep. So okay. So they were from okay. I just googled it. It looks like uh, it would. They were born in Greece, but then they moved to Canada. So I was right, kind of. <laughs> Boom. A point to Nikki. <laughs> point to me for remembering things. Because what's the main ingredient of Hawaiian pizza? Ham. Canadian bacon. Oh! That's my point. <laughs> oh! We missed the... Uh, oh, man. I didn't even think about the ham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you hammered that pretty good. Oh, no. He made another lame joke. If anyone is drinking right now, like we are... And make it a drinking game for every time Chase makes a really bad joke. Really bad, lame dad joke. Well, <laughs> well, everybody drink because some will probably do a lot of dad jokes and get you drunk. Yep. But don't drink and drive if you're listening to this. If you're underage, don't drink either. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. But anyway. All right. So, uh, Chase, I know you had um, looked up someone that you wanted to talk about today. Uh, well, an artist you wanted to share? I was just scrolling through Google and I found this really awesome person. She is an animal lover, which is probably 90% of you guys who are artists love cats and whatever and things like animals. What a stereotype. Well, it's a good stereotype. No, to that's have. true. You said cat specifically, so that's why I was. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> While I'm stereotyping you guys, uh, this lady made an amazing program where she gets artists all together to um, paint endangered species paintings where they like make paintings and then they raise money for this um, organization to um, give like awareness to animals that are about to be crossed off 
That's know, neat. Less. Yeah. What a great way to spread awareness about endangered species. So what they're called is care. Okay. And uh, the person that found this is uh, Anne Kareen Thorson. I'm sorry if I didn't say this right, <laughs> but um, I. Not really good with names, but hopefully whoever you know. I mean, can that, I mean it. it that, that sound. That sounds. It's. It sounds, sounds pretty like close. It, yeah, maybe. It, I think it's close enough. Um. Anyway. But um. So and she, if you're listening, we're sorry if we mispronounced your name. Just on the off chance. <laughs> you know, she. Who knows? She might be on the internet and stumble upon us and be like, "Oh, they're talking about me." Yeah, because yeah. we uh we also really care about animals too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of animals. And any way to uh, spread awareness about endangered species through art, like, hey, that's cool. It's cool. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, like, raised, like, uh, fundraiser uh, events um, to, you know, for, like, from 2016 to, to now. She does, like, a gala for, like, every year. Oh. And uh, just uh, get, like, maybe about, like, there's, like six artists that she's grouped with in there. Mm. Um, so, um, but, you know, she's also been in, you know, an artist for like about 20 years. So her That's art, cool. when you see her art, it's just, it's just really like, really like. So does she mostly paint animals? Yes. Okay. Yes. She paints animals and she also um, goes down to, um, travels to as well and mm-hmm. paints like birds and stuff like that down oh, in um great. in florida and you said that she was from norway is that right yes okay, okay. so yeah she's from norway but she mm-hmm. moved to greensboro okay so yeah. she's so she's living here now. yes okay yes cool she's she also travels on the side and then she well, also yeah. uh does like a lot of part-time jobs like pet sitting house sitting and things like that because you know sometimes keep... art doesn't always pay the bills <laughs> exactly as a lot of you creative and artist types know exactly. so we don't, ha- we don't have to iterate that <laughs> but she you know when you know she said this one thing in the article she was like you know when hard times happen she just remembers that it's all worked out for the past you know all these years and it always come back where you know she's if she just keep on doing what she does like things just work out for her because she's so passionate about it and that's what's so inspiring about this person is that she combines her love for animals and Mm -hmm. her love for painting and she combined that too and then also is making an impact through that yeah and uh of course it's amazing. Yeah. So um. So how how much um, like was there a recent gala? Do you know how much she typically raises? Like with these were there fundraisers? Do you know? Um. It didn't. I'm just curious. It didn't say a specific number, but okay. they said that it um, it created uh, um, it created um. A big enough awareness to be on the newspapers around, oh, okay. the, around the triad area. Yeah, because I know I know you said um, you were telling me earlier that it was one of her galas was held at the science center and here in Greensboro. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's also amazing that she held it there is because you know there's young kids who are just 
so eager to see everything and they yeah. found this gala happening at the um, Science Center mm -hmm. and it, it, it would make sense for the, her artwork to be displayed there since the Science Center exactly. is, has so many uh, animal exhibits and, and classes too so so it was just it's just it just seemed like she That's just awesome. knows what she's doing yeah. and want to create an impact. That's so cool. I'm definitely going to have to uh, Google more about her later. Um, it would be really great if she came on the show. That would be so fun. So, <laughs> Anne, if you happen to be listening, <laughs> we want to talk to more more about you. We want to get to know you more if yeah. you happen to stumble across our podcast. Yes, we would love to uh, help you. Um, or if anyone out there listening knows her. Hook yeah, up, exactly. Hook us up. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was sounded so stupid. Okay. Um, so if you if you ever want to, um, yeah, check her out. Yes. Yeah. What are her links and stuff? Does she have social media or? Yeah, she has like Facebook. That? Okay. She, she has, has Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Um, she also has her own website. Okay. And her website it's it's within uh, her name it's Karen. Thorson.com slash works. And we'll put this on uh, our Facebook page, page as well so you guys can um, follow the link that way too. Absolutely. Um, it'll be posted on uh, Facebook and uh, and the links will be easy to access too. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. What, uh, what do you think of it? Of, of her, uh, of, of, her, with her this, of this organization, of her organization and her and her art. Yes. Well, I mean, I obviously I would have to look more into it, but I mean, what from what you've told me, she, you know, she sounds like somebody who's who's truly passionate about nature and our wildlife, and someone that wants to help us, you know, help the environment, which we definitely need right now, because you know they keep saying if we don't turn things around in the next decade we're gonna we're gonna all die we're not all gonna die oh okay well i don't know but <laughs> i hope we aren't all oh gonna we're gonna all gonna die anyway <laughs> well, dun, dun, dun. wow that got real morbid thanks for that chase <laughs> no but, um but no. anyway no uh yeah miss thornson sounds like a like a really cool person i mean to the fact that she wants to highlight these endangered species uh through her art I, you know, commend her for that, for sure. I mean... And, um... Yeah, and she just... Makes me wonder what, uh... When Nor... You know, if we did have her on the show, I'd definitely have to ask her questions about Norway. She's very interesting. She's... She yeah. has different perspective from... Yeah. All of us. Like, she's from also, Norway. Also, why would you move from Norway to Greensboro? Exactly. Of all places. That would be my first question. Dobby. But... <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, no, she sounds, yeah. And I'll, like I said, I'll have to check out more of her art, but from what you've told me, you know, she sounds really cool. We'll keep you in tune. Yeah. Um, uh, give you updates to see if she'll come on the podcast. Yeah. So, and if any of y'all out there that are listening, you know, if you want to learn more about uh, her organization, maybe you also uh, draw or paint or sculpt animals and you want to maybe get in on her organization, definitely check out her links. Uh, you said her organization was called CARE? Yes. Co it's a what, is, what does of, CARE stand for? A coalition of Artists for Recognition of Endangered Species. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys want to, if any of you uh, creative types or artists out there want to check that organization out, please do. You it's know, important. We, it is important. It's an, it's an issue that's very relevant to I us mean, right just, now. Just imagine not seeing any dogs anymore. That will blow my mind. 
Like, I'm just saying, it's just more like... More realistic, the polar bear. Polar bears. That's more realistic, but I get, uh, I mean, you, we I get what you're saying. I mean, I mean we, we yeah. wouldn't even have the mascot of Icy. Oh my God, we would lose the mascot of Icy. Because it would be... Or Coca-Cola. Oh my gosh. It would change the change brands. Change the game on all advertising. Mind blown. So save the polar bears. <laughs> and all other endangered species too. Because that would be really cool. Yes. If we can say it. Like bees. Bees are endangered too. Bees, yes. And bees are very, very important to our ecosystem. So be people, aware. People people don't know how like important the role of the bee actually is yes. to our to our agriculture, to you know, our whole e- just our whole ecosystem. Yeah. It's bees is literally giving us food. Anywho. Yes. So So Look into them. Yeah, look into Care and look into uh, Miss Thorson. Um, like I said, we'll have all her links on our Facebook page so you can go check her out. Um, I know there was a story that I wanted to share real what is quick. That? Because uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the band Delta Ray, Chase. Oh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of them. Are you? I just wish I had... I, I, I would love to go to every concert that they have. So. They're incredible. But I wanted to highlight them today because they had one of the most successful Kickstarters of all time, music-wise. Whoa. And they they just finished up their campaign recently, mm-hmm. which I donated to because I am also a huge fan. Um, but I just wanted to highlight them because they are from North Carolina. Most of them are now in Nashville, but they started 10 years ago in North Carolina. A lot of listeners out there, you probably know who they are because they've been through the area on multiple occasions through Raleigh, Durham, here in Greensboro, all the places. Anyway, um, so they, basically they signed to a label in Nashville called Big Machine who uh, recently had a CEO change. I'm sure all of you out on the internet, maybe not you, Jace, heard about That's the whole debate about uh, a certain person taking over the position of Big Machine and a certain someone named Taylor Swift, who is one of the who was one of their biggest artists. She's no longer with Big Machine, but she was very mad at the CEO change, mm. and so Delta Ray was on Big Machine, and then they left recently, and became independent again and that's when they got their Kickstarter started up about two months ago. That's huge if they leave a big label like that, right? Yes. Yeah. No, totally. They, they, yeah. Can we stop there? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What, um, so what happens to, like, what, what's so important about a big label? So with a big label, um, you know, nowadays in the industry, you you can be independent and you can totally do it on your own and you can still be successful, still chart, still do all the things. Um, labels, I mean, were big, you know, back before social media, obviously, because they helped you with radio campaigns, marketing strategies, uh, distribution of your albums, 
uh, all, all kinds of stuff. But it's gotten to the point in the last 10 years or so that you can, you know, just put stuff up on SoundCloud or YouTube and it will get and it will spread that way. Or you can uh, find um, small, you can find smaller booking agents and smaller um, labels to help you with some marketing. So it's and then other distribution companies that can help you with uh, getting your albums and stuff. But um, anyway, so the, the whole point of a big label is just to kind of have a, that kind of team behind you to help you with um, things like that. So that's... Okay, so mm-hmm. basically the difference between a big label and being independent is just basically they have, the big label has a little bit more control and they kind of give you the money to do it. Yeah. But now, 10 years later, yeah. it's become cheaper to be your own musician and, and spread your music. I wouldn't say necessarily probably cheaper. It would be, I mean, you would have less money to work with, obviously, but you would have more creative control. And that's actually, I, th- I it, think that is the main reason that Delta Ray left Big Machine mm-hmm. is because creative. of the, the direction they wanted to go as a band. I could be wrong about that. Um, but, uh, that I, was, but I could see that, as that, them as a group. That would be the obvious yeah reason maybe they yeah. would leave i mean i would i would definitely would love to keep my creative control over food that i make because yeah, that exactly. would blow my mind if i if i yeah. manage a restaurant and someone just comes in and say no you're not doing pizza today we're gonna make you do chicken and waffles right same sort of thing yeah mm-hmm. for sure um so anyway, so when Delta Ray started their Kickstarter, it was around the same time as when Taylor Swift was going off on social, well, not going off, but she made a statement on social media about her uh, disapproval of the, uh, cha- she- of the change of the CEO of Big Machine, because Big Machine still has her, you know, she, they still have licensing over her catalog. Mm-hmm. from before she when, when she was still with the label right so um anyway so all this was happening so all the taylor swift fans the swifties as they yeah yeah, yeah anyway gotcha. um yeah so the swifties were all in a huff and all like getting on the bandwagon of hating on big machine so that worked out really well for delta ray because they left big machine just as that was going on so a lot of taylor swift fans flocked over to delta ray wanting to help them out with their kickstarter and that kind of helped along with along with delta ray's obvious loyal fan base because we do you know we've been with them for 10 years like they've start they started back in 2009 and so that's so amazing like they've been a band that long and then just this one moment yeah it just i mean it was a like I said, a combination of their very loyal fan base that have known them from the beginning or before they were even on Big Machine, like yeah. me. I haven't, I mean, I discovered them when I just randomly, I was just looking for uh, music to put on my iPod. That's how long ago this was. I was putting music on my iPod. Yeah. And, and I, Ooh. and I bought their, and I bought their first album, Carry the Fire. So, anyway, this is a great album. Definitely check it out. Uh, so they, so yeah, so they uh, wanted to raise, basically what the Kickstarter was is they wanted to raise money to fund their next two albums. Mm. They wanted to make uh, basically two concept albums called The Light and The Dark. So to have the contrast between... I love that. Yeah, so... I love contrast. Because their sound, because the way that their sound is, they have a lot of like upbeat, like 
folksy type of, you know, and that would be the light. Mm -hmm. And then they have this other side to them that's this, like, darker, gothic, southern, witchy type of music. Yeah, exactly. So they wanted to have the two albums so that way you get the best of Delta Ray on both sides. Get the best um, of both worlds. Best of both worlds. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to make a Hannah Montana reference, but yes. <laughs> Basically I, that's... I wasn't even thinking about Hannah Montana <laughs> until you said it, so... <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure you didn't grow up on Hannah Montana like uh, I did. My little sister grew up on Did Hannah. you? Yeah, and oh, I, I, oh, unfortunately sister. I had yeah. to be around that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it it was it was a good show for its time, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so Delta Ray wanted to raise thirty thousand dollars. They wanted they they I guess calculated that that would be the amount that they would need to produce mix those two albums. Hmm. So they put the Kickstarter up, right? And they raised that exact amount of money in thirty minutes. They raised thirty. You, you hear that? They raised thirty thousand dollars in thirty minutes. That of it being live. That's insane. And so they raised another thirty thousand within that hour, and then it just started going up and up from there. It was like so crazy. They basically hit their goal and then continued on because they they kept it up. Because, you know, with, I think with Kickstarter, you have to, I don't know if there's a way to cut it off early, but I mean, why would you, if you would, you know? Well, I mean, you if, you're, if your calls are your, your, I mean, if people love you, they're, they're going to, and they believe in you, mm-hmm. why not let it run? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're letting them support you. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, definitely not. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah, any, any of y'all out there that, you know feel because I've talked to some artists before um, some local acts here who felt kind of hesitant about putting up a Kickstarter or like a GoFundMe to do any sort of um, funding for their work like don't don't hesitate don't be afraid to do that especially if you know that you're going to be you know putting in the time and the effort to create that project that you're getting the money for you know don't don't be afraid of like oh I don't want to ask people for money like you know that kind of like I don't know well, you, I don't know what you would call it but that, that kind of hesitation self, you don't need yeah, it. you don't want to fall in your you know self doubt because yeah because you if you fall into self doubt you're never gonna give yourself a chance to try the project that you want to fund exactly because that that project could shoot you off to where yeah. you need to be or it can give you a way to you know experience mm-hmm. the support of people because yeah. there's some, there's just something about people getting behind you yeah. and they believe in you and there's just like there's a lot there's just it's powerful stuff yeah you know if yeah and people I mean, people want to help others out, no matter no matter what our world looks like right now. People do want to help other people. Yeah, it's. So, I just feel like there is a huge cynicism in the culture about how people are treating each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that. I mean, this is just my opinion. Yeah. But I believe that there is people out there that just genuinely want to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. Because they're an artist themselves, and they just want to see you succeed, and they and maybe that will help happen for themselves because they're trying right. to. I mean, it's just people. I I believe in people. Mm-hmm. I I feel like people. Oh, you do, do. want to help yeah. others. It's just there is a lot of 
people that are just it's competitive out there and people are just chewing each other out well society loves to pit people together yeah we really do as a group but it's just yeah but locally i mean but locally when you when you get when you start talking to each other and you start to realize how similar we are Mm -hmm. what we want for our futures Mm -hmm. and once you just get a local conversation about art yeah it, it just becomes you know you start to understand each other and where yeah. you come from it's very true but we just there's a lot of people that are yeah. kind of close-minded and they just want they're just selfish mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that wish good for each other yeah know? exactly but you just you also just when you think about money you can't think it's a bad thing because you think that all oh, taking money from others is selfish no it's just a way for them to say i believe in you yeah but if you don't it's believe- a way for them to thank you too especially if they're a fan of your work or your music or whatever it is or you can just think that money is a token of appreciation for your art yeah exactly yeah that's I'm, i just i just wanted to, to say that for anybody out there who's you know struggling financially if they if they do want to put their work out there um don't be afraid to to do a online campaign uh you could be as successful as delta ray you never know who ended up uh actually raising over four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in two oh, months crazy yes crazy they had all of these uh so on kicks if you don't know what kickstarter is it is a uh, online campaign website and basically what happens with it is you you know set your goal and then you create these reward reward tiers so if you know people pledge a certain amount they get certain things that you know with uh with the delta ray kickstarter for example if you donated like 10 bucks you get um a digital download of the albums if you donated 20 you get the digital download of both albums and uh something else you know that kind of thing kind of it and it progresses obviously as as more money yeah if you give them more money you get more stuff um so with uh so with their kickstarter their reward their um their stretch goals it just it just one by one just started to because you know once because when you get the amount you can add other goals to it absolutely so you know, like, as more money comes in so, so what, funding the two albums was their first was their initial obviously goal and then once they started to get more money they announced more uh goals that they want will use the extra money for so that's kind of how and, and that's incredible for a band to do that because normally you know bands just come out with a goal and they're like oh we reached the goal that's it mm-hmm. but there's such a good band that they're like we want to give you more stuff because you get Give us more money. Yes, because but that's you, what good bands should do. If right. people are giving you their their money, they you should you should definitely you know add more, um, you know think of, just, think of more projects to fund. Right, it's just that's easy to that's easy to do when you're a band. Well, not I mean, it's not easy, but you know as a group you can collectively well, figure amazing. out what other avenues you want to take. I, I just feel like it's amazing <laughs> that they're doing that because yeah. More money, you know, that's great. Mm-hmm. 
but they're so awesome that they're willing to do more projects. So that means more effort, more right. calling in, you know, things yeah. to get to make it work, mm-hmm. which is it's phenomenal that they're, yeah. they're like, we're going to do more. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I mean, you just. And I'm sure that I'm sure all of the their stretch goals, which I'll talk about in a second. I'm sure all of them they were wanting to do as a band anyway, but like further down the line. Right. You know, they might they not. Just they might it. have thought, oh, we can't do that yet because we, you know, haven't we don't have the resources or the money quite yet. Right. So and uh, they and, yeah. and that's that's a crazy like thought process for a band that's already successful. They're yeah. like, oh, we just we might can only just do this, mm-hmm. but they gave this a shot. Mm-hmm. Like I said, loyal fan base and good timing on their part is how as I, that's they, I they mean just, that's my opinion. I feel like that's how they they raised that money. Well, they were, but, uh, and it also it just helps that they yeah. love what they're doing. They do. They oh my god, they really love what they do. And if you don't know, Delta Ray is a um, is a uh, four four member group, uh, and three of them are siblings, and one of them is um, you know a very good friend of theirs that they added on when they when they started uh, doing music. So um, Eric, Brittany, and Ian are the the siblings, and then Liz was right. their friend that they. Um, so it's two guys and a and two girls, and they do a lot of like folk rock indie like gospel music like that that's kind of their it's a their really vein. cool blend yeah it, that's I mean, their yeah that's yes their vein yeah yeah oh it's amazing and the energy that they i've seen them live a few times the energy they put in their shows has you have to see it to believe it it, it blows like you away it blows your mind how good they are like their harmonies are so tight and the and the way that they do like the way they think of their harmonies and but does it give you chills yes 100 percent. you should 100%. go see them if you want chills yes they are on tour uh right now they are coming to raleigh in december so if you wanted to check them out i know i'm gonna try and be there uh, they're doing two shows in raleigh in december you should go. You should go. i should well should make it go. hopefully it won't be like you know wintry weather because you know raleigh's an hour and a half away yeah, right, right, right. and don't want to be driving in the snow but let's but, hope for the best yes but yes yeah, so they um so they like i said they raised that four hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars uh so their stretch goals were not only are is everybody getting the two albums but they're getting a holiday album a live album whoa and now they have the money to make and stage a musical that's incredible. that's what they're going to do with it that is incredible yep so i'm super excited especially if they stage the musical and they have it here which yeah. i would imagine they would since they're from north carolina Ooh, it's gonna be so it's, good it's i'm inspiring. so excited because i've always like i've like for years i've said that they should like score a movie or like do just have music in, t- in a tv show or something like that so yeah. for them to have the money and the resources now to do a musical like, they, they would. I'm I'm all in. I am all in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she is so. I am so ready. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm sold too. <laughs> I. It's amazing. I'm so happy for them. But anyway, I just wanted to give them a shout out because, like, you know, they are from the area. No, they were. And, they they uh, deserve it. And they, yeah, and they, they. I mean, they're honestly like a great group of people. And they're um, from here. And yeah, they're yeah they were based in uh, in Raleigh Durham. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, well, they, they, I mean, didn't they start from scratch? 
Yeah. So they, um, I mean, cause they, you know, throughout the years they have, they had been on another label before that also didn't work out for whatever reason. Uh, didn't really look into, into that, but they, like I, I said, mean, they've they been, tr- they they've tried been, it. I mean, anybody could be like, they've been, they've been touring and doing, you know, they have what, well, they're going to have four albums or five albums at this point. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. They're they're really great. Definitely check them out if you don't know who they are. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, from that, um, yeah. What? Um, so what? What made them get to this place? Like, is it because? I would imagine hard work. Just because okay. they work. they seem. I mean, it's been like ten years, right? It's been ten years, yeah. And I think the fact that three out of the four of them are siblings, I'm sure that played into like into that kind of like some, a, like a bond there. Yeah. At but, the same time, family can be. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Because they they know each other so well that it's like they go on. But I mean, fam- family bands have been a, a staple of music yeah, the, for like years. The, the Jacksons and the, like the Jackson Jacksons or even the Jonas Brothers as of recent. <laughs> There's something about so, that. There yeah. is. Mm-hmm. There's a connection, actually. Mm-hmm. I see that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Beatles. The Beatles were like, they're all like really long time friends, right? Well, I was going to say the Beatles weren't blood related. Like they weren't. Like, but they've known each other. But for they've a long known time. each other for, yeah, they had known each other for a long time. Especially uh, Paul and John. I so there's, there's something about that. There is. Yes, exactly. So, if, you know, there's something to think about. And also like hard work. Yeah. Um, like I said, they developed a, you know, their local fan base early on and, you know, just continued playing. You know, you just got to you got to pay your dues. You got to continue to play those those smaller gigs. And then, you know, eventually you get a big enough fan base word of mouth, you know, social media now. Um, and, yeah, you get to a point where you can afford to. Sorry, I burped, guys. Um, <laughs> hey, I burped. I'm going to own up to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> own it. Own it. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you say, yeah, you got to pay your dues. You develop your fan base that way. You get, you know, a couple of fans who are like your ride or die. And they, you know, they, can, they can help you spread your music that way. And then you eventually can build up your fan base enough to, you know, do bigger, uh, bigger venues, bigger festivals, whatever. It's, it, uh, it sounds like a great roadmap yeah. for you guys. Like, no, one's, no one is an overnight success. Exactly. So, anyway. Exactly. It just takes time. But mm-hmm. also, like, the journey is the best part. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's hard to like imagine that, but if you love what you're doing, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm, look, look behind me, like all the stuff I've done to get here, mm-hmm. you start to appreciate yeah. all the steps you've done. Mm-hmm. You so, can't always be looking into the future. You do have to appreciate celebrate. what you have in front of you and celebrate the moments you've you've done a good job. Yeah. Don't forget that either. Mm-mm. So those are just things that we wanted to talk today. Yeah, we just yeah, we wanted to, to highlight those those two people, give you give you a, a sense of, you know, more creative things happening here in, in the area and beyond. And also just so, a little inspiration where, you know, you yeah. can go from here. Hopefully you know, hopefully we've convinced you guys to start a Kickstarter or 
help out an organization that's bringing awareness to endangered species. Yes, and thank you for uh, uh, wrapping that up yeah. um, with this uh, episode. Thank you. Um, <laughs> highlighting the, the two main points that we wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. I pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I like me because I'm, you know, really deaf. Um, yes, no. yes, he is. He is deaf. In, ca- in case you're just stumbling upon, yes, Chase is deaf. So what did you say? I said, if in case someone's just stumbling upon the show, Chase is. De- you mentioned you were deaf, so I just thought I'd reiterate. I don't know. What? Maybe, what, maybe uh, you, maybe what, you, don't, maybe what? you don't want to know people. Maybe you don't want what, what? Uh, people to know that you're deaf. I don't know. Sorry. What? Okay, take a sip for the drinking game because he just made a lame joke. That was totally a joke. That was completely a joke about you being deaf. How dare you? (laughs) Hey, I can make fun of my deafness. Just like I can make fun of my disability as well. Mm, True. True. But you do have a leg to stand on, so. Hey, Hey! Take another drink, guys. I am. Well, I think I ran out, so. I should probably, uh... Here you go. I'm gonna help you out. Oh, you should just help me out a little bit. Well, mm. so that was, uh, um, so that was, uh, the things that we wanted to share you. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to wrap things up, too. Yes. So. And I think, hopefully, we will, um, get back to you with another episode with, uh, more content like this just yeah. uh, give us a comment below uh or send us a dm if you want to get on the podcast oh that's right we're on instagram i always forget we're on instagram yes uh yes <laughs> we are still working on that we're still yeah. working on our socials but we are gonna get we, together we do have more content uh, content content sorry Content. We have more content up on Facebook and Twitter, uh, but we we will be curating our Instagram uh, very soon. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, I mean definitely DM us there. Um, but you know just search Create Net anywhere. I'm sure she'll, you'll find us. Um, we yeah we definitely want to hear from you guys. We want to hear your thoughts on the episode. We want to you know know about your creative endeavors. If you are an artist or a creative person that wants to come and talk about what you love to do we would love to have you on the show uh you know if you want to we can have you call in or if you wanted to come be interviewed in person we can do it either way whatever is good for you because we want to be we want to cater to you yes and we would love to do that so just uh, hit us (laughs) up and we will be back on the air next week next week thursday Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. We'll work it out. Yeah. But uh, thanks for uh, listening to us. Yeah, thanks for listening, and bye, everybody. Bye.